Hey, welcome to the Exalt Youth Podcast, a biblical podcast for the youth from Exalt Youth Ministries of Calvary Chapel, Fredericksburg. We hope that you enjoy this teaching. We're going to be looking at Mark. We're going to start in chapter 3, and then we're going to jump to chapter 6. Mark chapter 3. If you've turned to Mark chapter 3, let's read it real quick. Mark chapter 3, let me get there. And we're going to start in verse 13, and then we're going to pray. And I'm just going to share quickly, and then we're going to get into groups and talk about this practically. But starting in verse 13, and we're going to read down to verse 14, so a huge section tonight. It says this, And Jesus, speaking of he, he went up to them on the mountain and called to him those he himself wanted and they came to him then he appointed 12 notice that they might be with him and that he might send them out to preach all right that they might be with him and that he might send them out to preach let's pray real quick and then let's talk for a few moments so lord We ask that you would speak to us through your word, God, that you would apply these truths to our lives, God. Lord, not only just our students, but our leaders, God, as we're actively in ministry, God. And I pray for everyone who's doing VBS next week, Lord, that they would take this message to heart. And God, that they would take it seriously, Lord, and that they would walk away, Lord, wanting to uh, apply this to their lives, God. So we ask that you would give us just a holy attention, Lord, unto your word. We ask this in Jesus' name. And everyone said, amen. One of my favorite quotes about ministry came from uh, Warren Wearsby. And he said this, that ministry takes place when divine resources meet human needs through loving channels to the glory of God. Ministry takes place when God's resources meet human needs, other people's needs, through loving channels. That means you have to be loving to the glory of God, that God is using us to bring him glory and to meet people's needs, not just physically, but also spiritually. And so as we're coming up to a busy week of ministry, I think it's good to discuss some truths about ministry that we find in the scriptures. Second Corinthians 520 says this, that we are ambassadors for Christ as though God were pleading through us And we implore you on Christ's behalf, be reconciled to God. So when you join into ministry, what's taking place, guys, and you may not know this, and you may not even have thought about this when signing up, even for something like VBS, that God can work through you to help somebody else come to know him. God can use you as messed up as we are, and some of us more than others, and I can tell. I'm just kidding, but more, not more than me, right? We, God is using us and working through us to help other people come to know him. We're in his ambassadors. Do you guys know what an ambassador is? An ambassador is somebody who is sent by the president or for us, the United States, and he carries his authority when he goes into another country. He represents all of us. And if we're ambassadors of Jesus, then we have the authority and the power and the calling on our life to go in his name and to bring other people to know him. 
And if we're not bringing them to know him, we're bringing them to better know him, right? And so when you guys are jumping into ministry, this is what's taking place. So don't view this as just a, a way to get community service checked off so you can graduate high school or, or just a, a something to do rather than sitting at home. Maybe tonight you can take this mind and say, God, I want to be used by you to reach somebody for Jesus, even if it's a five-year-old. Right? I remember getting my first Bible from an octopus, right? And that made a lasting impact on my life, right? This time you might get it from Jackson the shark, you know what I mean? I mean, who knows, right? But the point is, is that you can have this mindset of being used by God so other people can come to know him. But there are some tips that we learn, especially in Mark's gospel, about ministry. And so if you're taking notes, write this down. Ministry flows from intimacy with Jesus. Ministry flows from intimacy with Jesus. One more time. Ministry, service, serving God, flows from intimacy with God. Okay? With Jesus. Now notice, as, as we're in chapter 3, verses 14, notice the two reasons that he appointed the apostles for himself. The first was that they might be with him, and secondly, that he might send them out to preach. Now this is so, so important. When you and I are doing ministry, we, you can look at it at this way, is you're pouring out what you have inside of you. You're pouring out your heart into somebody else. You're pouring out knowledge, experience, wisdom, counsel, energy, power, and vision. You're, you're taking what you know and you're pouring it out onto other people. But here's, a, here's something that we need to know. Just like a cup, right? If you say you have a cup of water, no matter what you have in it, it's going to come out if you tip it over, right? So you can have water in a cup, and if you pour it out on somebody or you give it to somebody, it can be very hydrating. In that same cup, you can have cyanide, and that person drinks it, and guess what? They're dead, right? Rather than hydrating them, you, you kill them, right? Instead of quenching their thirst, you snatch their life, okay? So it's important before you pour something out to know what's in it right? You got to know what's in the cup. I don't know if any of you guys would see a cup sitting on the ground at Wawa around the corner and be like, oh, I'm so thirsty. Let me drink this, right? And cigarettes, right? You know what I mean? Like you don't know what's going to be in the cup. And so you should always know what is in the cup. And so it's very important for us to, to, to ask ourselves when I pour my heart out to somebody, what's going to come out? What's going to come out when I pour? If you're going to VBS and a kid's having an issue, what counsel are you going to give them? Are you going to give them, well, just go away by yourself into your room and just like isolate yourself, right? That's not biblical, right? Are you going to say, just yell at your mom and who cares what your mom says, what your dad says, forget them. You know, you'll be out of their house soon, right? Like whatever is in you is going to come out of you when you pour yourself out into somebody. So there's that issue. But then the second issue is that what if nothing is in the cup, right? What if nothing is in the cup? What if you gave someone a cup and it had nothing in it? right? That's frustrating and that's a waste of time. Somebody says, I'm thirsty. Here's an empty bottle. Thank you. Like, I'm really, I'm really encouraged by that. You know what I mean? See, what happens when we do ministry, not just with bad things in us, but nothing in us, we waste people's time and then we end up being frustrated. 
we end up being frustrated. You get this glass cup and you get frustrated and you just throw it at somebody, right? You know what I mean? And you end up, rather than um, blessing somebody and encouraging somebody and refreshing them, you end up shattering this cup on them, which cuts people and scars them for life. So the, the, this, is the, this is what I'm wanting you to see, is that ministry is like a cup. So we need to have something in the cup, and it needs to be something that's good that's in the cup. And so you may say, well, Seth, how do you fill this cup up? Well, this is what Mark 3 teaches us, is that if ministry is going to flow from Jesus, then you and I have to first be with Jesus. He, he called them and he appointed them to be with him before he, they, he asked them to do anything for them. See, when you are saved, when you come to know Jesus, the first thing Jesus tells you to do is not go and get into ministry and start serving and doing everything for me. Jesus calls you to be with him. He calls you to be with him because when you're with Jesus, guess what? Your cup is filled. That's where you go to get your cup filled. That's where you go to get your, your life full, is to be with Jesus. And then the second thing he says is so that he might send them out to preach. So once you're with Jesus, you have something now to pour out to other people that's refreshing, that's reviving, that's, that, is, that is encouraging, that can bring them closer and closer to Jesus. The, the disciples here are going to see Jesus' example and what ministry is like. And once they do that, they're able to turn around and go and exemplify that to other people. But they have to be with Jesus first. It reminds me of John 15, where the Bible says, We are the branches and he is the what? Starts with a V and ends with ein. The vine. He's the vine, right? We have to be with the vine in order to produce what? Fruit. I've never seen a branch budding, all this fruit and, and awesome things that's just lying on the ground, at dis, you know, disengaged and, and detached from the source of life. And so when you guys are serving in VBS and you guys are getting involved, you, you, I would encourage you not to do it on empty. And I would encourage you to get with Jesus so that all that stuff that's in you, if you haven't been with Jesus, gets flushed out. Right? How many, how many guys have experienced that? That when you spend time with Jesus, a lot of that, that negative stuff that's in you just gets flushed out. Have you guys experienced that before? And then some of us are like, man, I need to do that more often, right? But, but you kind of just get this negativity just flushed out and this worldly ideas and thoughts and philosophies and your own sinfulness flushed out when you spend time with Jesus. And then you're able to be sent to go out. I think the issue is that we want to be sent before we want to just be still. And we have to be aware of that. We have to be careful. You know, some of us are good at things, but you know what? God doesn't bless talents. He blesses great likeness to Jesus. So you can have the greatest talent in the world. You can be a great photographer or a great musician, or you can be a great orator and speaker. But if you're not like Jesus, right, how can he bless that? So we have to be with Jesus. I want to encourage you, like, don't do VBS if you haven't been with Jesus, Right? Like you can do more harm by serving in VBS or serving in any place if you haven't spent time with Jesus. You can end up giving somebody bad advice. You can end up, you know, breaking the glass, if you would, over people when they 
get you frustrated. I mean, you guys have seen my kids around here. It gets frustrating at times, right? They're touching things and trying to rip Ethan's guitar strings out and pushing things over. They probably smacked you in the face. And you're like, it gets frustrating. So if you're not with Jesus, you're going to want to smack one of these kids right at VBS. And we don't want to do that, right? Maybe some of you guys are like, no, I really do. That's why I joined. Well, don't do that, okay? We want to be filled with Jesus because we want Jesus to come out of us so that people can come to know him. Amen? So that's the goal of ministry. So if the first part is if ministry flows from intimacy with Jesus, then the second thing we should know is that ministry is fulfilled by God's resources. Turn to chapter 6. You go a couple pages to your right. If ministry flows from intimacy with a relationship, with connecting with Jesus, then you need to secondly know that ministry is fulfilled by God's resources. Look at verse 7. Let's read it out. Verse 7 down to verse 13. Jesus has been rejected in his hometown. He's done all these amazing miracles, but now he's rejected at his hometown. So Jesus calls the 12 together. Look at verse 7 to himself again, and he began to send them out two by two. And if you have your own Bible and you have a pen in your hand, underline this and gave them power over unclean spirits. He commanded them to take nothing for the journey except a staff, no bag, no bread, no copper in their money belts, but to wear sandals. I would not I would not, I'll be okay with that, right? My toes are gross. And not to put on two tunics, right? Verse 10. And he said to them, in whatever place you enter a house, stay there till you depart from that place. And whoever will not receive you nor hear you when you depart from there, shake off the dust under your feet as a testimony against them. Assuredly, I say to you, it will be more tolerable for Sodom and Gomorrah in the day of judgment than for that city. And so they went out and preached that people should repent. And look at what happened in verse 13. And they cast out many demons and anointed with oil many who were sick and healed them. It's an amazing picture of what God can do with two ordinary, 12 ordinary dudes, right? Like, like here's these guys, fishermen, all different from different backgrounds. You have zealots. And have you guys been watching The Chosen? You just see these guys are just like random guys. And Jesus, when they're with Jesus, can do amazing things. Average guys can do amazing things when they spend time with Jesus. Average ladies can do amazing things when they spend time with Jesus. So they've been with Jesus, and now it's time for Jesus to send them out. But what they needed to know and what was going to carry them through the mission was that it was through God's resources that this was going to be accomplished. Firstly, he said he gave them power and then he gave them orders. See, effectiveness or or fruit from ministry or seeing positive things come from you serving in VBS or in any area of your life is going to come through Jesus. When we are with Jesus and we spend time with Jesus, that's great. But then we need power from Jesus to do what he's called us to do. You see, within ourselves, guys, we can never make ministry happen. We can have a title in ministry, we can, step into a, we can step into a title or into an opportunity, but if I don't have the power of God with me, guess what? 
nothing's going to happen. See, they have been with Jesus, but knowledge alone wasn't enough, right? Look at today. Yeah, knowledge is great and, and knowledge is powerful. And with a lot of knowledge comes a lot of responsibility. But knowledge doesn't change people. It just informs people. You see, that's a, there's a difference. You can have information. You can watch the news and maybe it'll make you feel a certain way, but it doesn't change you. There's only one thing that can change you, and that's the gospel. And that's the power of God being poured out into our lives. So they couldn't just have the knowledge or example of Jesus. They needed the power of Jesus, and Jesus gave that to them. And so if you're going to do ministry, if you want to see fruit or effectiveness or, or positive results from VBS this next week, ask God for power. You may say, well, is God a electrical outlet, Seth? How do, and where's the cord, right? I mean, you know, we're not avatars, right? Those weird belly button things that just attach. You know, it's like, so how does this work? How, does, how do you get power? Well, in your groups, you guys are going to read in Acts 2 how they waited on the Lord and they asked by faith that the power of God, the Holy Spirit, would fill their lives. That the Holy Spirit would fill them afresh. Hey, Jesus is kind of like a, a power plug, if you would. He's not a power plug, right? But he, he's kind of like it when you're attached to him. He in, in, in energizes us and empowers us. But not only did he empower them, God, uh, guys, he didn't only just give them power, but he was going to provide for their needs. Did you notice how weird that was? Jesus told them, don't take anything. Don't take money. Don't take any other clothing. Don't take any food. Don't take anything. Now, how many of you guys are like, that is so impractical. I would never go on a missions trip like that. How many of you guys would go if I said, hey, guys, we're going with nothing. Okay, just leave everything. Just bring the clothes on your back and we're going right now. Would you guys go join me? Emily, I know you, you were right or die. Get out of here, Ethan. You took too long. All right. So he's like, do I get my hair gel? All right. So, so this is right. This is it. No Jordans and no hair gel. He said only one pair. Okay. One pair. Sell the rest. You already did. All right. So what this teaches us is not only does Jesus give us power, but Jesus provides for our needs when we step into ministry. Some of us are, are afraid to get involved in ministry because we don't know enough. How many of you guys have said that? I don't really know enough, so I don't want to do it. Or I'm not experienced enough, so I can't get on stage and sing in front of the whole church, right? Or, or if you're going to go share with somebody, well, I don't know all the answers, right? And we say these things and we just get nervous. But listen, where God guides, this is what Pastor Chuck always said, where God guides, he provides. There's nothing that's going to stand in the way of God's calling in your life. If God's called you to something, the doors are going open. And if they're locked, he kicks them down. You know what I mean? Like there's just, and there's moments like that. You're like, I can't open this door. I don't know what's happening. I don't know. There, it just seems like nothing is working out. And then at the last moment, boom, doors fly open. And it's like, run. You know what I mean? Run. Dun, dun, dun. You know, so, right? So, so, so where God guides, he provides. And I love how he was going to provide. He was going to provide through the people who said yes to Jesus on this ministry trip they were on. And for those who said no, he said, kick off the dirt, get the dirt off of your feet as a sign of judgment. You're not even, the dirt of, of, your, of your city is not even worthy to be on my feet. 
So you need to know that because, listen, you may be asked as a VBS leader or you may be asked and some, some kid might come up to you and say, Mr., I, I want to know about Jesus. And in that moment, first, if you've been with Jesus, then at least you know Jesus and you can, you can try with knowledge. But if you're asking God, give me the power and provide what I need to answer these questions and, and to see these, these ministry opportunities, then God is going to provide for you what to say and how to say it. Right? How many of you guys have ever experienced that? And the right in the moment, God gave you the right words to say at the right moment. I've, I've experienced that all the time. I was like, I don't know how, I don't know where that came from or where that knowledge came from, but God met me right where I was at. God provided. And so he will provide, guys, where he guides. So if he's guided you to this VBS or he's guided you to another ministry, he's going to provide you the, the resources and the, the, the things that you need in order to make and to walk in effectiveness in this calling. So I love that picture. I love this picture that Jesus provides. But now, lastly, if ministry flows from intimacy with Jesus and ministry is fulfilled by God's resources, then the last point I want you guys to know is that ministry should finish where it started. Ministry should finish where it started. Look at chapter 6, starting in verse uh, 30. These guys went out, as you saw in verses 12 and 13, and they were killing it, right? They casted out demons, just like Jesus said. They preached. They healed people. People were repenting. Notice, notice what happened in verse 30. You guys there? Mark 6, 30. He says this, Then the apostles gathered to Jesus and told him all things, both what they had done and what they had taught. You guys ever been there? You've been used, maybe it was a ministry opportunity, it was VBS and you came back, or it was a camp and you came back and you started sharing everything that happened. You're like, dude, it was amazing. You should have been there. Oh, this happened and then that happened and it was so great. It was awesome. So this is what they're doing. We kicked this demon's butt out of that person and we healed this person and their leg looked like this and now it looked like this, you know, and they're just going on and on about what they did. They're so excited. Jesus sent us out. He gave us power. He provided. Nothing here do they say, yeah, everything was great, but man, we were really hungry, Jesus, right? Or, or man, but my sandals have broke. No, he provided. And it was all, it seemed like it was all good news. He, they, they told him what they taught, how they preached, what they did. And this is what Jesus tells them. Ready? Verse 31. And he said to them, come aside by yourselves to a deserted place and rest a while. For there were many coming and going, and they did not even have time to eat. Come aside by yourself to a deserted place and rest well. That verse you should highlight, Mark 6, 31. You should highlight it, mark it, write it down, put it on your forehead. Because ministry guys should always end where it started. And this is something that I've seen in my life over and over again, especially being a part of a youth ministry or we've been on some great things, evangelism trips, or we've gone to summer camps or we've gone to Jersey to a, a conference or we've done different things here and there. I will tell you that this happens almost every single time if you are not prepared. After great ministry, often comes great temptations. After great ministry comes great temptations. Now, 
Remember the, the analogy of a cup. Even you can have water in that cup and you pour that water out and somebody's blessed by it. Somebody is, is, is refreshed by it. But guess what is in the cup now? Nothing, right? If you pour something out of a cup, there's nothing in the cup. And so here's the temptation. You guys are going to be doing VBS for a whole week. You're going to be here. You're going to be jumping. You're going to be singing. You're going to look like a goof, right? You're going to be running around with kids. You're going to be hearing Bible stories. You're going to be encouraging kids to listen and to, to sing the songs. And you're going to do it. And you're probably going to have a really great time. But at the end of the week, Saturday morning is going to come. And this is what's going to happen. You're going to be tired, right? You're going to, you're going to just be like, maybe thinking about what just happened, but you're going to be tired. And this is what tends to happen. You, you start to veg. You guys know what vegging is? Vegging is when you sit like a vegetable. Do vegetables do a lot of things? No. And you know what they do if you don't eat them in, in time? They rot. That's what vegging is. There's nothing wrong with like having an outlet, whatever you guys do. You guys play games or you guys watch movies or you guys, you know, you guys play a sport or music or whatever it is. Those things are great. But here's what tends to happen is that we feel empty because we are empty. Ministry is pouring out. So if my cup's empty, here's the temptation. Fill it with something other than Jesus. Fill the, go to another fountain and fill it up. And here's something I've always heard in my own mind and my own wicked heart is I deserve this. I've poured it out. I've done what I can. I deserve a little bit of feeling. I deserve to feel something a little bit. I deserve to, to just kind of chill out for a little bit. And you know what? That's when all my problems come. Sunday nights, guys, are terrible at my house. You know why? It's because I get done preaching, I go home, and then I say, <sighs> and there's nothing wrong with resting. But listen, don't rest away from Jesus. Rest with Jesus. Don't rest away from him. Rest with him. Notice he says, come aside by yourselves, right? Get alone. Come aside by yourselves. Come away from ministry. Come away for a second from serving. Come, a, come away from, from what just happened because it was great. And maybe they were expecting to be like, guys, we're going on round two. You guys did so good. Let's hit it. Week number two, we're going to kill this thing. And you're like, yeah, but you know what happens when you do that? If you don't spend time with Jesus, the next ministry opportunity that comes, you're dry. And then what happens? You break the glass and you shatter it and you cut people. You see what I'm saying? Constant ministry. If you want to have constant faithful ministry in your life, constant blessing after blessing for other people through your lives as an ambassador, you got to be with Jesus. So Jesus doesn't buy into their, you guys are so great. You guys are the greatest apostles. He says, hey, guys, let's, let's spend some time together now. You guys did great things for me. Now let's come back to being with me. Because I believe Jesus knows that, hey, when you're empty, it's easy to find something else to fulfill you. That's where temptation comes in. That's where Satan loves to come in and say, hey, you, just, you did a lot. Go, 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 go explore a little bit. Go, 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 go over there again. Go, just go take a peek. It's okay. You, you have enough built up to be able to sin a little bit. That's a, that's a lie. Great falls often come after great ministry, guys. And, and I believe Jesus teaches us this lesson. 
He says to go away, to find your filling again in a deserted place with no distractions, just for a little bit, and rest a while. Sometimes you just got to rest. And you know what? Resting might look like watching a movie, taking a nap, going on a walk, jumping on the game, whatever. That's, those things are great. There's nothing wrong with that. But when you replace Jesus with those things to try to satisfy you, hey, man, that's where we go wrong. And so when you take your time to rest in Jesus and get away from him, you get filled again. You're able to not be blindsided by temptation. You kind of see it coming from a mile away. And leaders, I will say this to you guys as well, that if you don't turn aside to spend time with Jesus after great ministry, we're going to go to summer camp, guys. We're going to be spent and burnt and our wives, right? You guys are going to be at home watching kids. And, and if we don't spend time with Jesus before and after, we're good. this is where it's called burnout. How many of you guys have heard of burnout? You guys ever heard of people burning out before in ministry or in service? It's because they run on few. Hey, they run on themselves. They don't run on Jesus. Because they think that they're the thing that makes it tick. They're it. And they need to be there. And they need to be a part of it. And they need to have their hands on the wheel. Hey, the song, Jesus Take the Wheel, is a good application for that moment. Listen, ministry is God's. It's not ours. Your VBS team doesn't need you. God gets to use you in it. The ministry, Exalt Youth does not need Seth. It does not need Edward or Kira or Curtis or, or, or Sarah or Cord or Bobby. It doesn't need any of us. You know what? God can raise up anyone in any moment. And it's a blessing that we get to do it. It's a blessing that you guys get to serve in VBS. But the moment that you take your eyes off Jesus and you start running on yourself, you burn out, you get frustrated, and some people just turn and hate God. Because they thought, oh, well, I did all of this for you, and you did nothing for me. And he was like, you did nothing for me. The Bible tells us about a, a group of people who said, Lord, Lord, did we not do all these great things in your name? And God, this is what God tells them. He says, I never knew you. So doing things for Jesus does not mean that you know Jesus. There are people in ministry all the time who do a lot of great things. And guess what? They preach great messages and they don't know the God they're talking about. Mm -hmm. So if you guys are going to be at VBS, hey, remember that ministry flows from intimacy with Jesus. Ministry flows from intimacy with Jesus. When's the last time you spent time with the Lord by yourself? Not with mom and dad reading to you before you go to bed by yourself. And if ministry flows from there, then hey, ministry takes place through God's resources. Ministry is fulfilled through God's resources. So you don't have to be the best or the most equipped. God is going to equip you. God is going to provide for you. You just need to spend time with Him. And you should always end ministry where it started, with intimacy with Jesus. Intimacy with Jesus. Get filled back up, and guess what? You're able to pour it out again. But here's another thing. If you just let water be stagnant in a cup for a long time, bacteria grows. All this nasty. Have you guys ever seen a pond? Right? A river never looks like a pond because it's flowing. It's constantly moving. So if you're not serving and you're not getting involved, hey, it doesn't matter what you know about Jesus. You're probably full of bacteria because it's just sitting there. You need to pour it out. 
And some of us are going to actually, you, you might actually take that next step with Jesus one, once you pour it out. You're like, dude, this is what Christianity is all about. No, dude, you're not, you're not ministering now. You've been told, you've been taught, you've been, had an example, and now you get involved. And you pour it out. You spend time with Jesus, you pour it out, and then you get so excited to see God use you that you spend more time with Him, and then you want to get used again and again and again. So there's, there's the two sides of it. Some of us aren't filled right now. We have just glass. We have glasses that are just, it's just a glass cup. Some of us have a lot of dirty stuff in our cup that we need to get washed out by spending time with Jesus. And then some of us haven't, haven't and aren't going to pour it out, and we're just full of bacteria. And then we throw out Jesus one day in our life because we don't see him anymore. You see what I'm saying? Hey, thank you for joining us on Exalt Youth Podcast. If you liked this episode, make sure to hit the follow button and turn on your notifications for the future episodes I will be dropping. Or if you have any suggestions about an episode that you want us to make or any questions about what you heard, you can go to ccfred.org to send us an email. We hope you have a blessed day.